0: Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we're going to be talking about
1: a 2015 movie, Digging for Fire, starring Jake Johnson
0: and Rosemary DeWitt. So like I told you, I don't look up the movies that you send me. And so I didn't know what I was getting into. And when the movie starts, there's like this... There's a few seconds where it's like a black screen and then you uh-huh. hear the the actors' voices and when I heard Jake Johnson's voice I got so excited. Listen, we love Nick Miller. Yes. He plays Nick Miller in New Girl and I am like I I ride hard for New Girl. Wait, it, is that?
1: No, no, leave it. Just let it go. <laughs> no, and see and he he also plays Nick Miller in this movie, not the character name, his character's name is right. Tim. Right, literally, this is Nick Miller if he got married,
0: Courtney. He is the male Sandra Bullock.
1: He is the male Sandra Bullock. Oh, you know what? No, let's go for it. That's yeah, I love
0: him. I he's my favorite, and you know, I was excited to see him because I realized the actors in New Girl they're very good actors, and you don't see them in anything these days. Zoe Deschanel has done a handful of movies. I feel like she did them before New Girl or during yeah. New Girl, and she did them before New Girl. I imagine that, and I'm, I'm hoping that New Girl just set them up financially to where they can do whatever they want because Jake mm-hmm. Johnson was involved in like the production of this movie.
1: Yeah, and you know it. I I read the description, but I feel like the description of the
0: movie doesn't do them justice. To be fair, it's a very hard movie to describe. But we about to, we are about to, and this is kind of the main theme that I want to wrap around this whole movie is the fact that, you know, we have two parents here. We have a couple, Tim and Lee, and despite their names, they are a heterosexual couple. <laughs> it's a husband and wife. <laughs> Rose absolutely hates when women have um it, like unisex names. I don't actually I love unisex names, like the name Alex, I love it, and there's something so like cool about it. What I think for the sake of the podcast, um it can get confusing when we're trying to describe a movie and then the woman has a man's name, yeah, okay, um, but anyway, so Tim and Lee, uh they're this young couple, and they have a three year old mm-hmm. they are struggling with their lives as parents, yeah.
1: They're struggling because it feels like they were very worldly, outgoing, do something people before they had their son. And now they're just so wrapped up in their identity as parents. The movie centers around
0: them house sitting for a weekend. Right. So Lee is a yoga instructor and one of her clients is, Mm -hmm. you know, leaving town for, for a long weekend and, You could see in the beginning that Tim and Lee, they're both like really excited as a couple. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, wow, this is such a beautiful house. It has a pool, It has this huge yard. You know, we get to have this refreshing little getaway with our little family.
1: Mm -hmm. They kind of start their weekend off not on a great foot.
0: The very first morning they're there, Tim goes exploring the backyard and like snooping around. And it's such a man thing to do.
1: Just like. Check out people's yards. I mean, were they all house sitting? So I feel like the yard is a little less invasive than like their medicine cabinet or their nightstand drawers.
0: I guess, but he starts digging around. Like he's like, "Yeah, I saw a cord or something, and I wanted to know where it went." And he like dug up a foot in that backyard. It's not your house. What are you doing? Yeah,
1: he was exploring the yard in the area. There's like some wooded areas. He finds a bone, which was what like a rib
0: bone, or I actually. Don't know what type of bone it is. And I don't think they were able to identify it either because, you know, they're not uh-huh. like, anthropologists. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if I found a bone, I could not tell you if it came from a bird, a human or like a dinosaur. I would not That's be able to fair. tell you. But he finds a bone
1: in a gun and he's like, hey, I think there's a body. And he calls the police. And the police are like, okay, well, I can't do anything about a bone and a gun. Put it back. It doesn't belong to you.
0: The LAPD tells him, like, we don't go around digging people's yards for trash, you know, because it's a very rusted gun. Yeah. It's like a revolver, and it's super rusted. Mm -hmm. It's obviously been there for a very, very long time. He doesn't want to let it go. Would you let it go? Hell no. That's the thing, too, is that, you know, Tim is a bored guy, looking for adventure and an adventure just fell on his lap he's like i'm gonna go find a body and she's like please don't
1: dig up my client's yard
0: yeah lee is more of the level-headed mom and she's like honey this isn't our yard even if there is a body back there like it's not our body to find you know which (laughs) which is a good point (laughs)
1: yeah she agrees with the lapd and she's like put it back that's belong to you
0: Did I ever tell you about the time that I thought I found a dead body in the front yard of our house in Norfolk? No. My house had like a line of bushes that separated it from the neighbor's house.
1: Mm -hmm. I remember.
0: Yeah. So I walk out and I see what looks like a pair of feet just sticking out of the bushes. And I walk up closer and it's a man. And immediately I'm like, it's a dead body. Like someone was murdered. I call 911 because at the time I didn't know there was a non-emergency number. Although to be fair, this feels like like an emergency. A dead body would be an emergency. Right. So I call and I literally say there is a body in my yard. And they were like, can you go check on it? I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> and so they, and so they come and it, and I go back inside my house and I like lock all the doors and I just peer through the window. Yeah, And absolutely. when the cops come, it turns out it was just like a drunken guy that had passed out, but I literally thought it was a dead body and they wanted me to check on him. No, listen,
1: I'm never checking on what could be a dead body because then my DNA is on them. Okay. Absolutely not. You're not pinning this murder on me, son. Not today. <laughs> You can also tell that Lee seems to be struggling with Tim a little bit. And Tim seems to be struggling with Lee.
0: Tim and Lee get into an argument about Mm -hmm. finances and like funding their kids' preschool. Because Lee's parents are offering to pay for the preschool.
1: I feel like Tim made some really good points to his wife. And he was like, I'm a public school teacher. He's like, what is it saying if we send our son to a private preschool instead of the public preschool? like yeah i teach her but it's
0: not good enough for my child if if you have in-laws that are willing to pay for your kid to go to a pretty good preschool i don't think you should let your pride get in the way but is
1: it actually that much better you know like is it a specialized type of preschool like is it a montessori school you know is it's one of those things where it's like okay is your money actually worth is it worth your money here or worth somebody else's money
0: I personally think, I mean, if I could afford to have my kids in in private school, I would. And the reason is that obviously in a public school, you can't really kick kids out for bad behavior. And what mm-hmm. I've noticed in a lot of my kids' classrooms is that there are disruptive kids that disrupt the learning process. And the teachers are having to essentially babysit these kids. Yeah, we'll see. My, my husband's a public school teacher.
1: Um, And you can't
0: suspend kids for anything, like nothing. That puts teachers in such a terrible position.
1: It does, because instead of teaching, their job becomes classroom management. Right. But, you know, Lee decides that she needs time to herself for the weekend. She calls her mom and she's like, hey, can you watch our kid? Like, I just I need a minute of not being a mom, which I think we can all relate to.
0: Yeah, and I, and she also tells Tim, she's like, okay, we're going to leave you so that you can work on the taxes. Mm-hmm. And on the kitchen table, there's a crap ton of paperwork so that he can work on taxes.
1: Yeah, that's literally his only task for the weekend, do the taxes.
0: Right. And does he ever get around to it?
1: He he does not. No. His only job for the weekend was to do the taxes and he didn't do it. Yeah. Hashtag men.
0: Dude, he almost immediately invites a bunch of his friends over and they're just like having a good time. They're barbecuing, they're drinking. And then he just casually mentions like, yeah, I found this rustic gun in a bone. And he's like, I think there's a dead body somewhere in the yard. And his friends are all like, my dude, say less. Yeah,
1: they grab a shovel, they get to work. <laughs> there's like, There's like four or five of them. Except for Phil. Phil is one of the friends. And Phil's like, yeah, maybe we should just leave the body alone
0: yeah phil seems to have the most sense i feel like i related to phil a lot in this movie (laughs) so i think this group of friends is like his married friends because they seem like really chill guys they're just like Mm -hmm. drinking beers and stuff and they do actually go in the backyard and they start they start digging Mm -hmm. and one of them finds a license plate and another one finds another bone
1: yeah and they're like well oh there's a body here and these are men on a mission now fuck the taxes
0: yeah and i mean obviously digging is exhausting so mm-hmm. um eventually these guys call it a night but tim isn't done
1: yeah he's like listen i have a limited amount of time before my wife gets back
0: yeah. i need to
1: make the most of it and i find need a body. to i need to find this body yeah um and then it looks like tim also invited who i assume is like a
0: college friend yeah, so these other two guys come over, and you can tell they're Tim's single friends because they come with two girls, and they are more the party vibe. Um, One of those girls is Anna Kendrick. Yeah, and you know who the other one is? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. It. I was like, I thought it was hallucinating. Parts of this movie felt like a fever dream where I was just like, yeah. wait, is that Captain Marvel? Is that Anna Kendrick? Yeah, 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 it is. They're, they're partiers. Okay. They're doing blow. They're, you know, Mm -hmm. doing the whole thing where they're rolling up the dollar. Listen, I'm sure you guys are having a lot of fun, but that's really not hygienic. Okay. Someone needs to invent a, a, a cocaine straw. Like let's not use the dollars.
1: You know, my PE teacher in sixth grade, he told us how, when he was younger, they used to do blow with the dollar and then they would smoke the dollar bill.
0: Your PE teacher told you this? Yeah. During class? Yeah. Public schools, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> it was during it was during the drug section of our health class.
0: Okay, I just don't know like in what context he would say this other than bragging.
1: Oh no, he was definitely bragging. He was definitely bragging. There is 30 other kids in this classroom that heard him and were like you did you did cocaine. And he's oh like, God. yeah, it was the 80s. We all did cocaine. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I wanted to say too about Tim's single friends is that I feel like they're dirtbags because one of the guys actually says, like, oh, yeah, these girls are hot, right? Like, hey, Tim, do you want dibs? And it's like, yeah. they know he's married. Total dirtbags. Total dirtbags. These are the friends
1: that your wife is uncomfortable with you hanging out with. Mm-hmm. And then, She's the crazy bad guy. Right. And she's like, you know, I don't really, I'm not really sure that I'm comfortable with you hanging out with, you know, Jeff. And it's like, what a minute, like Jeff's one of my oldest friends. I've known him longer than I've known you. And it's like, yeah, but he brings you
0: side hose and coke. Wives pick up on things. We're better. Women are just generally better at reading people. And I think when a wife feels uncomfortable with you being around a friend, mm-hmm. it's because they know that these are friends that are not looking out for you like this guy that's offering tim first dibs which to be fair tim he's like what are you, are you kidding like he completely dismisses that idea like you could tell tim yeah he's like i'm married no yeah tim has no interest in cheating on his wife no but these friends are very obviously the type of friends that want to sabotage him like mm-hmm. there are friends that don't want you to be happy because if you are, if you have your shit together and you're happy, it makes them feel like fuck ups. So they're trying yeah. to like pull you down to their level. And it's not even that they don't like his wife, you know, right. it, has, it normally has nothing to do
1: with the wife. It could be anybody. Right. Tim, Tim's still on his mission. You know, Tim, it, it, he doesn't care about the girls and the blow. Um, right. He does hit that. He hits the weed a little bit, but. He is like, all right, well, you guys do you. I'm going to keep digging. And they're like, bro, we're tired. And he's like, you don't have to come help, but I'm going to go dig. So he goes and digs. And one of the girls, Brie Larson, she's like, hey, um, I want to find a body. And so she actually yeah. goes back there with him and starts helping him dig. And they find a shoe. And it's like an older, mid-1900s, like, dress shoe. Like, it's not like a modern dress shoe. It's definitely right. a couple of decades old. older.
0: Yeah. That is so interesting. So, so far, they've dug up a rusty revolver, two human, well, two bones. They're not sure if it's human, Mm -hmm. but now they found a shoe. So I'm starting to think, like, I don't think it was the family dog, like, going to prom that got hit by a car. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not checking out. Like, the math isn't mathing right It it is
1: not mathing. And he's really excited about this find. He goes to his friends and he's like, Hey. We found this shoe and um, dirtbag
0: dude throws it in the pool. Yeah. What were you thinking when he did that? He's making douche. Well, what I was thinking is he's destroying DNA evidence. <laughs> That's what I was did thinking. Did he kill somebody there? Well, the thing is, it's like if the body, if this, if these bones belong to a body and the body was wearing the shoe, which obviously the body decomposed and is not wearing the shoe, but there would be DNA on on that shoe that could mm-hmm. be used to identify the body
1: and what is what does
0: tim do what does tim do with that shoe rose tim uh he does what all of us would do i'm just no kidding. he puts the shoe on he puts the shoe that probably had a decomposing body in it he puts it on uh, he puts it on with his barefoot he puts on the
1: wet soaking shoe mm-hmm. of a dead man he puts yeah.
0: it on his bare foot. This is encouraging him, by the way. You know, like the first time he accidentally finds a gun in a bone. The mm-hmm. second time he finds a bone in a license plate. The third time he finds a shoe. Like, I think it's like um, it's like a Vegas slot machine. Like every time he messes around with this yard, mm-hmm. you know, he's getting rewarded. So it's encouraging him to keep going.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Like, listen, I would be helping him dig up a body. OK, I would be digging up that body.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing, too, is like Brie Larson, she's getting kind of cozy with him. They're like bonding over digging up this body.
1: If she OK, so here's the thing. She's bonding. He's bonding, but they're not bonding the same way. Right. She, you can tell she's getting kind of like butterfly feelings about him. And he's like, I have a new friend who's willing to help me dig up a body.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. You can tell that Tim does not have like bad intentions at all.
1: The party kind of goes into the early hours of the morning. The men eventually trickle out along with Mm -hmm. Anna Kendrick. Everyone leaves. But then the next day, Brie Olsen has to come back because she left her purse.
0: Yeah, she leaves her stuff. So she ends up having to climb over the fence. And -hmm. when she does that, she sees Tim still digging in the backyard. Yeah.
1: And she's like, you know what? I ain't got nothing going on today. And she goes and helps him.
0: My schedule is wide open, bro. I will help you dig up this body. Body
1: digging? Wide open.
0: (laughs) She finds a bag of bones. It's like a grocery store bag of bones. So at this point, if I was a detective, I am so fucking confused because there was a license plate, a rusty gun, a shoe. Like, this is so strange. It is so strange. What I think happened
1: is... I think that somebody murdered someone and then tried to cut the body up and put it in separate spots mm. and then took the license plate off the car. I feel like this was back in the day, maybe before Venn numbers, took the okay. license plate off the car, got rid of the car, and then buried the license plate in the gun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, I feel like this is
0: sloppy. Spread your bones out better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess back in that in the day, which I'm not sure. I mean, I guess as early as like the 70s, really, people were getting away with murder because science had not caught up yet. It's impossible to get away with murder nowadays, man. I mean, not impossible, but if you like exhale on something, they will find trace DNA. What's interesting is that Tim doesn't call the LAPD back because at this point, I think he feels like, you know what? You dropped the ball. Now I get to find the body.
1: Now it's my ball and I get to play with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tim and Brie Larson, they go back to the house because he's trying to clean up from the Mm -hmm. party still. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to head out. He's like, oh, no, don't head out. He's like, let me take you to dinner for helping me.
0: You know, it sounds bad, but the way he's, I mean... This is Jake Johnson. Total golden retriever energy. Yeah, this is total golden retriever energy. You could tell he has no bad intentions at all. He just feels like this woman helped me. So, you know, hey, I owe you dinner. This is his new best friend. Yeah. And she says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like covered in dirt. and He's like, I'll find you. Like, you can clean up here. It's fine. So he lets this woman shower Mm -hmm. in their bathroom.
1: Yeah, and he offers her some clothes. I guess they're his clothes. While she's in the shower, Phil comes over and was like, hey, man, what's going... Like, hey, man, just came by to see how you're doing here all alone. Yeah. And Brie Larson comes downstairs with a tank top on, a towel wrapped around her bottom, nipples poking through. Mm -hmm. It looks really bad for Tim.
0: Right, and Tim seems so clueless that he doesn't even together what this looks like for his married friend and you know brie larson says like oh the clothes he gave me don't fit and he's like mm-hmm. oh just go in that closet and pick out whatever you want side note very quickly again this is not his house that's somebody else's clothes yeah he's offering the clothes of his wife's client which is fucked up mm-hmm. like i'm I'm annoyed right now but yeah. um but also phil being a good friend he pulls him aside and he's like Tim, like, listen, let's, let's go out, man. Like some, something's going on with you. I'm worried about you. He's like, dude, I don't even know who you are right now. He's like, what's with the hat.
1: It's the summer. You're wearing a leather jacket that doesn't even close. Like there's a, there's a girl getting dressed upstairs fresh from a shower. I don't know what's going on here, but me and you let's go out for dinner. Let's talk it out.
0: Yeah. And Tim is like, no, no, no. I promised her dinner. He's like, it's not what it looks like. We're just friends. And uh, like I said, I really appreciate Phil. Phil is a a real friend. You know, he's seeing his friend Mm -hmm. having like an existential crisis, which is really the theme of this movie is existential crisis.
1: Yeah, because while Tim is here playing cops and robbers Mm -hmm. with the gun he found and somebody else's house. Yeah. You have Lee who is trying desperately to get her mother to explain to her how you find your self-identity after having children.
0: Yeah, we really get some insight into what Lee is going through. She tells mm-hmm. her mom, like, I feel like I don't know who I am, you know, like, and and we can relate as parents. Like, it's just part of the process. Like, they're, especially when your kid is so little, like, their kid is, like, two, three years old. They depend on you for everything. You have to wipe their butt. I think Lee's mom encourages her, like, listen, just go out, just, just have a good Mm -hmm. time. Like you just need breaks every once in a while.
1: Yeah. And Lee makes plans with one of her friends to come over, just her, to go out for the night, to have a good time, you know, just kind of go be like young, wild and free for a night, Right. you know, go out, get drunk, take an Uber home, get Taco Bell on the
0: way, puke in the morning. It's puke in the morning did you see that lee so she got a new outfit because she's trying to find herself mm-hmm. um was it also a leather jacket
1: it was also a leather jacket leather jackets apparently just make you
0: younger and they cooler. help you find your identity i mean leather jackets equal cool so that's
1: why i married frank he had a
0: leather jacket when i met him <laughs> when i moved so leather jackets are were very common in new york city in like the early 2000s and like the late 90s when i lived there and i remember moving to virginia with a leather jacket and everyone looked at me like why are you talking and dressing like you're in the sopranos i am bitch i am the soprano <laughs> um so lee is you know feeling herself she's all dressed up mm-hmm. do you notice that she steals money from her mom's purse yeah she waltzes into her mom's
1: room and she's like mom mom and she just looks down her mom's purse is there she grabs the wallet takes all her mom's cash we're not talking like a 20
0: or two we're talking like
1: 300 right
0: yeah and i I, you know I, i the vibes i got was that she was trying to recreate like her rebellious teenage years sort of thing
1: girl listen if that's how you rebelled when you were a child you had a good childhood okay like could you imagine going into your mom's purse and taking money from it
0: I used to take food stamps out of my mom's purse so that I could buy chips at the bodega. <laughs> different different vibes. Different, different vibes. vibes.
1: Um, <laughs> sometimes I would go in and I would steal my mom's hair dryer or I would take my mom's makeup.
0: Yeah, and then you would get your ass whooped.
1: Yeah, like, was it <laughs> worth it for my mascara? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my mom's curlers. I would take my mom's curlers all the time.
0: When Lee goes to her friend's house to pick her up so they can go on this, like, girl's mm-hmm. night, her friend cancels. And it's such a bummer. Like, I know that feeling of, like, you're not usually the one to want to go out, but, like, you want to go out right now.
1: Yeah. And her friend cancels. Her friend seems to be having issues. First of all, her friend has some, like, hot 20, like, hot 19-year-old na- live-in nanny
0: that her mm-hmm. husband
1: wants to take on vacation with them. Yeah. And you could tell her friends like I'm I'm done doing anything right now.
0: Well, her friend is like, yeah, I'm not leaving my husband alone with the nanny. Yeah. Why would you hire a nanny that's under 80 years old? I just don't see the value.
1: Oh, listen, you know what? I can see the value in certain instances. Like if you were a single hot male oligarch, hire a hot nanny. You know? If you are a widower who's ready to move on, hire a hot nanny. Yeah. You know, if you are um, a single female, if you are a married couple, what the hell are you thinking bringing a hot 22 year old who's playing in the pool with your kids into your house
0: to give men the benefit of the doubt, which I do not Mm -hmm. do very often But I think very rarely men set out to cheat. I think it usually happens accidentally, you know, your penis accidentally
1: falls into their vagina.
0: No, what I mean is they accidentally get like catch feelings or accidentally grow in an attraction to the person because they are like end up talking. They end up sharing. They end up kind of venting, you know, that's worse. That's an emotional affair, yeah.
1: Yeah, like having an emotional affair that leads to a sexual affair is worse than Mm -hmm. just-
0: Just a hookup. Just a hookup, you know? Right, because an emotional affair that leads to a physical affair, that's a whole ass relationship. Yeah. Now we're like polyamorous, but I don't know about it. (laughs)
1: Listen, if we're breaking in a sister wife, I feel like I should be able to help pick the sister wife,
0: okay? Right, yeah. And I want her to be 85 years old.
1: I want her to be, like, maybe not 85. I want her to be at least my parents' age. And she needs to do the cleaning, okay? You can bang her if, you know, she's 85. But, like, she at least needs to clean the house before she leaves. That's what I'm saying.
0: Totally. I agree. Um, So, Lee is all dressed up now. Her friend canceled on her. So, she decides she's going to go out by herself. She gets a cab or an Uber or whatever the kids are calling it these days. And she goes to a bar.
1: (laughs) She goes to a bar. She sits down. She orders a drink and she's looking at the menu for food. And this guy who clearly has had a few too many. Yeah. Just immediately up in a personal space.
0: Immediately up. Mm -hmm. He starts hitting on her. She is very obviously not interested and he is not taking hints. So she gets up and mm-hmm. she moves to the other side of the bar. Where he follows her. Right. And can I just say, where she moves to is next to Orlando Bloom. Yes.
1: She mo- Which, first of all, it's Orlando Bloom with his longer hair. He has it up in a half man bun.
0: I'm already Girl, done. I'm already into it. First of all, I thought it was a fever dream. I thought it was hallucinating. When I was like, is that... Is that Orlando Bloom with a man bun? Like, stop it.
1: And, you know, he tells the guy who apparently he he knows, I guess they're both regulars there because he calls the dude by name. Right. He's like, hey, man, she's not interested. You've had a few too many. Let's get you home. He gets it. Orlando Bloom gets in a fight with personal bubble guy outside.
0: Yeah. When they go outside a physical altercation ensues, which we do not see, but we hear.
1: (laughs) And Orlando Bloom comes back in holding his head, Mm -hmm. which is bleeding. Right.
0: A lot. Yeah. And so now Lee is very obviously like, she feels like she's part of this situation. She is. (laughs) Well, she is, right? Like she's part of this now. And so she tries to help Orlando Bloom. She's like tending to his wound, which I always feel like it's such a intimate thing to do with a stranger yeah like he's a grown man he can fix his own like bleeding it's an intimate
1: thing to do with a stranger outside of like a medical facility like she's not a nurse i can understand if she was a nurse or a doctor she's like hey let me look at it no she's a yoga instructor um and she's like you're gonna need stitches and he's like oh no it's fine she's like no no and he's like you know what i know a med student we can go to her house she'll fix me up
0: Yeah, and instead of saying, okay, awesome, you know, you you go there, have a good night, Lee decides that it's her responsibility to make sure that Orlando Bloom gets to his friend's house. And I mean, honestly, I can't blame her. I would feel like it's my responsibility too.
1: (laughs) She gets on the back of a motorcycle with a dude with a head wound is driving and she's holding pressure on his head wound while he's driving a motorcycle. Yeah. The leather jacket's making you crazy things, man. Leather jackets make you do crazy things.
0: The the leather jacket is definitely putting her in like an altered state of mind because this is not the Lee we know. Like the Lee we know is a very like cautious, like thoughtful woman. She just wants her taxes done. Right. That just wanted her taxes done. But this Lee is uh she's she's gone wild. She's gone rogue.
1: Lee gone wild they get to the med student's house who is none other than Anna Kendrick who is literally getting ready to inject his face with lidocaine and she's like I'm so fucking hungover I don't even remember last night
0: so Anna Kendrick um was one of the chicks that was hanging out with Lee's husband obviously this is kind of just like a weird small world coincidence like Lee doesn't know that her husband had women over and she doesn't know that her husband is currently getting ready to take out a a woman to dinner for helping him Dig up a bag of bones Like Uh-huh she is on her own adventure
1: Yeah she has no They have no idea What's going on In each other's Respective weekends
0: Which is like Don't you think It's a little weird That they're not communicating As a married couple Like I feel like If my husband and I If something Interesting happens We are texting each other Like right away We're like Dude Orlando Bloom Is at a bar And he got a head wound Helping me out
1: You're like He's on my list I'm going for it <laughs> Listen, I'm going on a girl's trip. It's the first girl's trip I've ever been on to New Orleans with my friend Sarah. And my husband's getting a play-by-play of the entire time I'm gone.
0: Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I feel like when you are married to your best friend, you can't help but like update them on what's happening. Like if I was Tim, I would be texting my wife, like, dude, I just found a bag of bones. And she'd be like, holy crap.
1: I told you not to dig up the yard. <laughs> Orlando Bloom is at the bar. Lee tells Orlando Bloom, she's like, hey, like I'm starving. And he's like, okay, you know what? Let me make you dinner. So he takes her back to his place and he cooks her dinner. Um, He's making steak. Who just has steak? Just like In their house like that.
0: Um, And enough steak for another person when you're a single guy, unless you're eating two steaks in one sitting, you know?
1: You know what? Maybe he subscribes to like a food delivery service and it always comes (laughs) with meals for two. Maybe he's a HelloFresh guy and it just comes with, you know, you can't order for one.
0: Right, totally. No, that's a very good theory, Courtney. We're going to assume
1: that's the theory.
0: Yeah, this would be a great place for us to, you know, talk about hello fresh if they sponsored us but we will not <laughs> because <laughs> they don't currently <laughs> the
1: only people here that get free shout outs is
0: ross dress for less <laughs> um and lexapro and lexapro
1: <laughs> anyways so he's making her dinner and they eat and then he takes her for a walk on the beach
0: can we just say that Lee's situation is so much more intimate than what her mm-hmm. husband's doing? Because I feel like her husband was like, oh, I'm just hanging out with a friend. Like he literally calls this girl his friend and they're digging a bag of a bag of bones.
1: Because her husband has total golden retriever energy. Yeah. Like he he does not realize that this other chick is making googly eyes at him. Right. He's like, I have a I met a friend that's helping me dig up a body. Lee is making googly eyes at Orlando. Orlando is making googly eyes at her. That is right. definitely more intimate. That is more of a yeah. discussion.
0: Yeah. I feel like Lee is definitely, like you said, the leather jacket, man, like burn it. Okay. It's like, there's something with it. There's some spell on it. Cause it's making her crazy. Um, although I don't think I would need a leather jacket to go walking on the beach with Orlando bloom.
1: Listen, we need to forget that he's Orlando bloom.
0: Okay. <sighs> So hard on the beach with Orlando Bloom. Lee is holding hands with him. What the fuck,
1: Lee? What the fuck? This is not how you find your identity after becoming a parent. No, ma'am. You don't go on a date with the dude that you got physically
0: assaulted in a bar. No, but like not only is she holding hands with him, he pulls her in. He kisses her and she does not push him away right away. She does.
1: She turns her head, but she lets him get into that kiss. And then she's like, mm, maybe not.
0: She's like, ah, I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss again. I mean, dude, this is oh God. This is very obviously cheating. And meanwhile, golden retriever, Tim, takes Brie Larson out to dinner and they're having a grand old time. Uh-huh. He brings her back to their place to, you know, the place that they're watching and He's playing cops and robbers with the freaking rusty gun. Yes. Lee is very obviously cheating by kissing Orlando Mm -hmm. Bloom. But I also don't like Tim hanging out intimately with a woman, even though it doesn't go further in his case. Mm -hmm. I still think that's like super shady. Like if you're going to do
1: something, think about like if my spouse walked in right now, Mm -hmm. would I feel the need to explain this?
0: Would I feel uncomfortable? Would I feel ashamed?
1: Yeah. So. Brie Larson leaves and before she leaves, he's like, hey, can I have that dress back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my wife to see you in the morning when you bring it back. So if you could just give it to me now. And she's like, are right. you fucking kidding me? Like, whatever. So she gives the dress back. And as soon as she's gone, he just goes right back to digging his hole.
0: Yeah, dude, this hole is huge at this point. Like it's big enough for him to get into. And he keeps digging into it and he finds a ring. And then when he kind of digs a little further, he finds a human hand.
1: At first, it's just a finger and then it's two fingers. And then he sees the whole hand.
0: It's bones, obviously.
1: Yeah. He sees the whole like hand bones and it's completely intact. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really all he needed was to know that there was, in fact, a body there. Because what he does is he rests for a minute and then he throws everything he found back in the hole and reburies it. I was like, what in the world? (laughs) No, I would be (laughs) on the phone with LAPD. Like, you know what? You dropped the ball. I picked it up. I found the body. I solved this murder case. Get out here now. I'm in charge. I'm the head detective.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm the captain now. I, I don't understand him just completely dropping the issue after like being right and finding a, like after all that work, like there's very obviously a body there and he's just like, okay, I was right. And he just digs it back up. And I think there's just something to be said about, like, he just, he was just going through like an existential crisis and this was just what he needed to do. He just needed to know that there was a body there.
1: Yeah. He just needed to know. Um, and mm, I, I could not,
0: I could never. So the weekend is over pretty much, and the wife and husband meet again. Lee and Tim find themselves kind of like walking toward each other in this kind of like rom-com moment.
1: Yeah, so they just like walk towards each other, kind of like in slow motion at first. Mm -hmm. They come together, they start kissing, and then they go take a shower together. I'm assuming they have sex. It's a pretty hot and
0: steamy shower. Tim is covered in dirt, you know, I think the shower is like this, this symbolic scene of like them like washing away like everything uh-huh. that they have done apart. My dude, they've been apart for like, maybe a day and a half, maybe two days, probably two days, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, about- they, in that process, like one of them went on a beach date with Orlando Bloom and the other one found a dead body in the yard. And they're not going to talk about it. Like, you could tell they were never going to talk about this.
1: Listen, like, I have questions. Like, how was your weekend? (laughs) Yeah. What you do? And the thing is, she sees him. She sees him covered in dirt when she gets Mm -hmm. there. He's just coming up the steps from where he was digging.
0: Right. She has no follow-up questions, which is uh, a theme we see with characters in movies. Um, Yeah, I could never. I would need... I would need a debriefing.
1: I have several questions. Yeah. First of all,
0: how dare you? (laughs) Do
1: you know you can buy human bones on the internet? Yeah, that's crazy. For $1,000, you can buy a spine. I don't want to
0: know how you know.
1: Well, I was thinking it might be like a fun, quirky little thing to Mm. buy human bones and then just bury them in someone's yard.
0: Okay. Just to see. See what happens. Just have a spirit uh, haunt you forever. Yeah, that, that's fun and quirky. Yes. Can I say, so uh, the movie basically, the movie leaves us here, but I wanted to say something mm-hmm. I meant to mention earlier on, which is, did you notice that this movie is completely ad-libbed? Are you serious? I didn't know that. You didn't know? So I I sensed it almost right away. It's completely improvised. And I can tell improvisation versus like a script. It's so obvious to me because the conversations just they seem to drag a bit longer than they should. And they don't seem to like reach a concise point right away. Um, so you could tell there there aren't writer hands on it. And I Googled it and it it is. It is a hundred percent. So they're just like, ad-ripped. okay,
1: and this theme, like in this scene. You're going to arrive at the house and find the gun and the bone.
0: Go. Right. So all of their dialogue, everything that they were saying was all ad-libbed. Obviously, there was a storyline. This happens, this happens, this happens. But the actors are making up their own dialogue. Huh. That's interesting. To be honest, as a like I'm really surprised I made it through the whole movie because I usually don't like Uh when... An entire movie is improvised because I can see it, I can feel it. But in this case, it 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 worked. It was actually it worked pretty well. I don't I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Um, definitely recommend watching it. It's kind of a slow burn, but uh uh-huh. you could feel that there's like layers of meaning within the movie about this couple uh-huh. trying to find their identity again in very strange ways that are not recommended.
1: Mm -hmm. But you kind
0: of understand why they do the things that they do.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm really disappointed
0: in what's her face and Lee Hmm. Or kissing Orlando Bloom. Yeah, we don't like it. So um, maybe we should start a, a tradition of putting a character in the trash at the end of every episode. And at the end of this episode, we are putting Lee in the trash. We are putting
1: Lee in the trash
0: cheating Not like on Not all the way. We're going to put her like at the top.
1: You know what? We're going to put her out next to the trash can. And if okay. the garbage men take her, they take her. If they leave her, they leave her. Okay. I like that. I like that. And that's where our movie leaves us today. The teapot is empty for today. Don't worry. is brewing it on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode.
0: We'll see you next time. Bye.